Hello and welcome to the African Tech Roundup. Uh, we bring you all the week's technology, digital and innovation news from across the African continent and beyond. My name is Andy Masugu, and it's my pleasure to be here for the very first time ever. I'll be hosting this podcast along with my mate Devo Mohapi. What's up everyone? Yeah, how excited are you though? Quite excited, quite excited to share all the interesting news from the continent, yeah. We'll tell you more about ourselves in a minute, but first... The African Tech Roundup is supported very kindly by Lean Startup Joburg. Now, Lean Joburg is a three-day intensive workshop that gives you the ability to build disruptive products. For more information on how to fail fast and succeed even faster, visit bit.ly forward slash Lean Josie or find them on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Lean Joburg or follow them on Twitter at Lean Joburg. So this is where we tell everyone a little bit about ourselves, therefore, and why we're doing this. Um, you're obviously a tech entrepreneur. You're involved very intimately with the tech community in South Africa and indeed the rest of the continent. Tell us a little bit about your background and, and how you got into tech. Yeah, great to be here. Looking forward to many episodes of sharing great stories from the continent about tech, innovation and digital businesses. My background in tech was way back in 1998, I'm probably giving my age away here, where I started as a PC engineer at a car manufacturing company in Pretoria called BMW. So I started as a PC support engineer, worked my way up to becoming a sysops guy, sysadmin, implementing SAPR3, etc. So that's a bit about my background. Since then, I've been consulting in the tech space, mostly Joburg and Pretoria and South Africa. But a few years ago, I decided to start iAfrican. Well, start blogging, actually, maintaining a mailing list about tech news and interesting tech things from the people I speak to. And last year, we decided to form iAfrican as a platform for tech and digital professionals to share their knowledge and also to share their experiences because I found that not many communicate with each other and some of the solutions that someone's worked on, someone's battling with. So it's iAfrican is mainly a platform about that. And we've got different things that we do there as well as events that we run, etc. And iAfrican has been quite something to watch because when I first met you at a, a Google event, I think, and... And uh, we didn't know each other from a bar of soap. We're in a queue waiting together and we exchanged cards. And um, I, at the time, of course, were, you know, was running an agency, dabbling in broadcasting, uh, you know, part-time. I think it was even then you started telling me about this idea to build a platform. And now it's a serious community, easily one of the more well-respected tech communities online. And we've had tons of conversations that I, I sort of felt we wanted to share with the rest of the continent. I mean, we, we, have, we have very strong opinions about what's happening in tech. And uh, my background, of course, is broadcasting. I'm also an entrepreneur. And uh, what I found is that at the heart of most of the innovation that's happening in entrepreneurship today is tech and so we meet at the intersection of essentially where entrepreneurship and tech are happening and at the heart of what's changing so rapidly about broadcasting that's what gets us really excited to talk and share our ideas and we can't wait to hear what you have to say about what we think about stuff yeah definitely i mean this is bringing the offline conversations online excuses if we have strong opinions just bring yours to the party and we'll be happy to share so what can people expect well we'll start out each week with a roundup of all the weekly happenings across the continent we won't limit to Africa necessarily, but we, we are interested in how tech is influencing our continent. And, and, and of course, in many respects, what happens abroad affects us here. But it's just so much exciting stuff happening going on. It's ridiculous that we don't have even more platforms like this to talk about. I'm actually surprised. I mean, when we started talking about doing this podcast, we looked around, we did some research and we couldn't find material. So let's start. 
<laughs> well, we'll be your material happily. And um, yeah, we're excited to be part of a new frontier of, of conversation that's not currently happening as much as it should on, on the internet. So of course, you can expect a lot of weekly news and views from all over the world, specifically honing in on Africa and what's changing and, and, and moving and shaking on our continent, but also insights. In addition to weekly news from across the continent and beyond, we'll be honing in on a specific topic each week, trying to unpack some of the critical elements of it, things that are getting us excited about of sharing some deeper insights into a topic that hopefully will interest you as well. So, soundcloud.com, African Tech Roundup, just search for it, you'll find us there. And do comment on there and share your ideas with us and we'll get back to you, definitely. Uh, we'll also be dropping cool stuff on the hashtag ATRU, that's African Tech Roundup on Twitter, so be sure to check that out. Exciting times in Kenya, man, with M-Pesa. Yeah, Safaricom announced last week that they'll be upgrading the M-Pesa system, but more importantly, Andile, they'll be moving the rest of the systems this has been a six-month project to kenya so everything will be hosted in kenya and how important is the project you may ask well the central bank of kenya is being given oversight the communications authority of kenya has been given oversight so this is quite big mobile money is quite a huge thing in kenya pity it hasn't spread across the rest of the continent as it should be you know i mean we've had an offline discussion about the ethics of money being made in this way and mpesa being celebrated as a an african thing We've also had discussions about how it truly isn't at the heart of it, really. But this is a bone uh, Kenya's being tossed, which I think they'll be happy to catch. I think so. I think it's important, despite my other opinions about it and its origins. But I think it's very important, and it's a vote of confidence bringing all the systems into Kenya. Absolutely. Well, something that's likely to be keeping treasury managers all over the world up at night... Bitcoin is taking over the world, man. And finally, Africa is getting a piece of the action. Yeah, the first Bitcoin conference ended on Friday in Cape Town. And one of the keynote speakers there was none other than Vinny Lingham. What's exciting about Bitcoin is not just the currency itself or the being able to transact with it. It's the whole concept of the blockchain and what it can be used for in terms of, yeah, it's many uses. Do you have some? Do you, do you actually own any Bitcoin? Because I don't. Own very little to even mention. Too, too embarrassed to say how much. But you're dabbling at least. Well, I was playing around, that's all. And in, in your mind, it's, it's, it's definitely part of our future? Definitely, especially the blockchain. Forget about the currency because currency is currency. We might use different currency to transact in future. But I think for me, the most important thing is a blockchain. And probably in one of the episodes in future, we'll break it down. So Standard Bank has made a whole thing of late of being the bank that's betting on the continent. Sort of, this is where it's going to be happening. This is where we're focusing our attention. Putting their money where their mouth is, they've recently launched a business incubator in Joburg. What do you think? Well, it's a business incubator in Joburg and some virtual incubators across the country. But big up to them. I mean, I think the whole effort has been led by the Innovation Division's uh, manager, which is Jay and I do. And I think this is a great vote of confidence and a great investment for small businesses in South Africa. What would you say to people who are like sort of cynical about stuff like this and go, it's a fad, you know, innovation is a big buzzword at the moment. The banks are just kind of, it's a big PR exercise really not really i mean they're putting real cash into this in hosting businesses but not only that they're promising to train innovators and small businesses in business skills so this is definitely something we want we need jobs in africa we need jobs in south africa and those jobs are not going to come from government they're going to come from business and most likely from small businesses well i suppose time will tell how how well initiatives like this pan out we'll be keeping a close eye on you standard bank how about this 
hacking trend that's sort of taken the world by storm. Uh, we've been watching with some interest how countries abroad have been struggling with hacking attacks. The trend has finally come to Africa. I don't know if that's a good thing at all. Ghana's been hit. Yeah, Ministry of Education in Ghana last week Thursday was a hit. Somebody calling themselves Jarino 8 from Morocco. Jarino 8, if you're under the sound of our voices, stop it, man. No, but it depends, Andile. There's two parts to this, or many parts to it, depending on how you look at it. There's something called hacktivism, which is hacking paired with activism. So putting your message across because you disagree with a certain institution and hacking them as part of your activism. So I think he's trying to do that, but it sounds it sounds odd because I'll read you the message of what he put up. He defaced the Ministry of Education side in Ghana, and this is a message he put up. Morocco is a country with a long history. We will not let anyone that touches our country. We love our country and we love our King Mohammed VI. The Sahara is Moroccan and we will remain Moroccan. We do not forgive those who cooperate with our enemies. We are Moroccan, etc., etc., etc. What does Ministry of Education in Ghana have to do with anyway? <laughs> so I'm laughing right now because this kind of feels like when companies hijack trending topics or or try and promote a hashtag. You know what I mean? Like, how sad must you be um, to try and get your cause into conversation that you must pay for us to talk about it, or at least force it into my eyesight? You know, and I can't, that's what I kind of feel is happening here. Who knows what's happening? in Morocco and who's fighting over what we really don't know they're not trending at the moment it kind of feels like Ghana was low hanging fruit they probably had a poor little website in the corner somewhere else ill protected and this dude just went in and he knew he was going to get the publicity and therefore an Andile would be talking about it and now we're giving him more airtime which is why we're going to move on so we're going to talk about much more important things it's been a really tough week in South Africa I am not South African and so uh, being originally from Zimbabwe and having lived here since 2001 and, and, and calling South Africa home for as many many years. It's been a sad week. And so that's why what we're about to talk about really, really excites me. You've got some exciting news about an initiative that has taken activism past a rah-rah on Twitter and Facebook and denouncing the madness of xenophobia to actually doing something about it. Yeah, as you say, it's been a very somber couple of weeks and very sad couple of weeks around South Africa. People being killed, people being attacked, people's livelihoods being totally destroyed. At iAfrican, we looked around and said, we could start a campaign on Twitter, we could put a radio ad, magazine ad, whatever, but that doesn't bring real action. And you know what's crazy is, I ha- I think I've probably tweeted once this week, and it was just a question. I, was, I, I, I think I said something like, what is this South Africa? And I put a link to to a, a news link that was just this just blew my mind. I couldn't even say anything, and I'm in broadcasting. I, I didn't even feel... Um, motivated to join the discourse because it felt really low level and very light and almost felt like trivializing the issue by sort of adding my voice to the furore. What are you guys doing about it? As you say, it sounded more like the Kardashians on Twitter about xenophobia. No offense to anyone, but yeah. So we thought, what do you bring? I mean, we need to real action. People are dying out there. People are being kicked out of the country. And this is not who we are as South Africans. I'm South African of Musutu descendant and my forefathers come from Lesotho and I've been, as a young boy, being called Mujapere, which means horse eater which is sometimes what you get called and that is a form of xenophobia so i felt like we need to do something to act on this 
this doesn't need a march they are good this doesn't need a tweet hashtag that's good for awareness but people need to be arrested and made aware that this is a criminal offense first and foremost attacking people killing people is a criminal offense so we've started a platform thanks to the guys at Ushahidi and Eric Hersman and the team and Angela for helping us as well the platform is called reportxenophobia.co.za so people can log in there they can report incidents of xenophobia from across South Africa there's all sorts of instructions on there on how you can do it you can do it via SMS you can do it via the Ushahidi Android app you can do it via the iOS app you can do it online as well or you can even email us and what will happen is that we will aggregate all these reports obviously we'll verify them they don't automatically go on if we need further information to verify we'll contact the person who put it up and we'll post it anonymously so you don't need to fear for those who in your community knowing who you are but further more than this it's not just putting the map and reporting on how many people were attacked etc etc it's also about engaging the South African police so we are looking forward during the course of this week speaking to the South African police service at their headquarters in Pretoria to show them how this tool works and to help them preempt some of the bad things that have been happening something you mentioned now is uh, verification of this information what's been happening in the past few days is pictures have started surfacing strange messages uh, chain messages on, on on whatsapp and things like that people are busy basically dragging out stuff that's been you know that's really really old how do we prevent people from adding information and news as it were news clips and pictures and sending this through uh, to this platform and how do you guys make sure that this stuff's real and current firstly if you send us i mean through the platform whether through mms or email if the picture is geotagged and all the metadata is there that actually ranks higher up with us in terms of uh, verification because we'll see the date we'll see the location and it will be much clearer to it will be more verified to say that this actually happened at this place first of all when you send us just a text that says oh somebody's been killed here but we'll text you back asking for more details to make sure that what you're reporting is correct because this is a very sensitive issue and we could put people's uh, lives in danger and so what's also exciting is that um, a hashtag is going to be available on twitter absolutely uh, dedicated to this particular aim uh, the hashtag is report x that's awesome yeah automatically somebody uh, tweets with that hashtag please only tweet uh, reports or incidents of uh, xenophobia will automatically pick it up on reportsxenophobia.co.za and we'll verify it again to make sure that it's a incident of xenophobia and put it together in a report for the police and then for those of you smartphone users out there there's an awesome app you can um, install onto your phone so you can have this entire system you can check for updates you can find hotspots incidents across the you know across the country what else can we find on that app what's the app and where do people download it for all the info and downloading the app just visit reportsxenophobia.co.za all the info about the app how to text how to tweet so that you report will be on there but also on the map you will see for those who are feeling that they're potential victims of xenophobia there'll be a map of all the police stations across south africa and you can find the closest one to you to report those incidents directly or to go there for help as well and we'll also i we i know that there's a few uh, non-profit organizations who are helping people affected by xenophobia so we'll also be putting those up this is awesome i mean there are a lot of people out there who maintain that tech is very rarely more than just sort of a fad or a fashion and this is definitely tech for good and i can't wait to see this up and running and and changing lives and yeah big up to the team at iafrican.com and as well as uh, Ushaidi big up to you guys we'll be using that i'll be downloading it as soon as so wow so that went fast our very first show in the bag how do you feel ah feels good looking forward to the next one already and you know what we can't wait to hear from you listen the easiest way to get our attention is to drop some reaction to uh, anything you've heard directly in our soundcloud head to, over to soundcloud.com do a quick search for african tech roundup you'll find the the, the podcast there and of course soundcloud's great because you can actually comment on specific 
specific parts of the podcast that, you know, that made sense to you, stuff you might agree with, stuff you don't. Uh, we want to hear from you. And of course, uh, on Twitter, the hashtag is ATRU. We'll find it as soon as you post it. So we can't wait to hear from you. Once again, we'd like to thank Lean Startup Joburg for their support. Be sure to check them out on facebook.com forward slash Lean Joburg and on Twitter at Lean Joburg to find out when their next event will be. And that's it from me, Andile Masugo. And Tefo Mohapi. Cheers, guys.